Oh, my God. 
JM in the AM. Can you hear me, Avrami? That's a yes. JM in the AM. um, (laughs) An unusual Tuesday morning broadcast is all I could say. Certainly out of the ordinary. That was Lipa, one of the many artists who was in touch with me yesterday. An overwhelming day in many ways, which we're going to talk about. Um, Not everything always goes as planned, and... um, I have an amazing staff who are incredible friends and who are uh, geniuses in their, in their area of expertise. And even with all that, you never know until you press the button if things are going to work. So for those of you who have been tuned in for the last half hour, first of all, thank you. And those of you who've been tuned in longer, thank you. Uh, but the story is, and we always give you the backstory and the inside story here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. The story is that, um, Avrami, you hear me well? The story is that um, yesterday, ZK, and all of you know, number one, uh, you can only imagine what ZK is going through with the studio that he built now in the condition that it's in. Um, He worked very hard with me yesterday to get a system going that will work from our remote location and uh, obviously for those of you who are tuned in over the last half hour once we press that button and turn things on at 6 a.m we didn't expect the uh, technical difficulties that we experienced and we'll have to work on it we'll have to work on it and see if the system uh, that we did work on yesterday can work or if we have to go to plan b or plan c meanwhile i uh, thank Avrami, whose uh, expertise is allowing me to um host or what may end up co-hosting we'll figure it out uh this morning's show and uh, welcome to a tuesday a tuesday where uh i can uh, report to you uh we are moving forward we are being encouraged by an overwhelming response from our listeners and friends and supporters around the world to keep going and of course i mean that financially but i mean that other than financially as well the messages that we've received, the contacts that we've that we've enjoyed, um, the incredible love and affection and sincere devotion that people have to this mission and project that we continue to be on after 40 years has been uh, simply spectacular. And quite unbelievable. So I thank all of you for that. Um, I'm not quite sure how this show is going to evolve. It's one of the benefits of being a free-form format. We never quite sure know exactly how things are going to work out during any of our shows. And that's something that I think makes us very beloved and attractive to our audience, frankly. 
Um, so we'll see how things go between now and nine o'clock. We do have a Yeshiva League sports update coming up. Rabbi Goldwasser and I had quite a conversation yesterday about the situation that the network is in right now. Uh, he'll be addressing us at 7.30 this morning. We did plan on um, including some of our staff members in this morning's conversation. I don't know if that's going to to work well or materialize uh, at this at this time. We'll see how that goes. And meanwhile, we'll keep the music rolling and, um, and certainly address the more in-depth issue of the day, which is, excuse me, which is the tremendous, overwhelming support that has come through, again, in many ways, shapes, and forms, but most notably through our Cause Match campaign. A cause match campaign that yesterday, at some point before midnight, exceeded one hundred thousand dollars, and one that we're hoping everybody, no matter what the amount, we're hoping that everybody participates in and lends their support to our uh, to our fundraising effort, as we are committed to rebuild and. Things don't always look hopeful in the first couple of days after the uh, after this terrible episode, but we are hoping that with your help we can make it happen. One of the things that I'm so grateful to uh, Avrami and Mayor Fertig and obviously all of our staff members is that they continue is that they continue to uh, acknowledge and thank our sponsors, people who are there for us all through the year, whether it be our friends at uh, A&H, our, um, our friends at Art Scroll, our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms who are busily preparing and constantly helping people prepare for Pesach, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Whether it's our friends at Turo College, our friends at OHEL, our friends at shopeichlers.com, these are people you hear from either every day or on a regular basis on our network on JAM and the AM. And I wanted to take this opportunity with a special thank you and a special category to acknowledge their support, their friendship, and their patience as we go through this whole process. The um, cause match link for those of you who'd like to participate in our campaign is at the top, right over me at the top, NahumSiegel.com. And um, it would be uh, it would be amazing to keep adding to the total number of donors that we've that we've gotten so far. I am going to try to find some of the messages that were sent to me overnight. And um, give a heartfelt thank you to those who have been giving us such strength during this time. We've always found ourselves in a position to be able to give strength and help people move on and now it's a little bit different and unique 
to be to be the recipient, to be on the receiving end of all of that. But it's so appreciated, you can't imagine. It is so appreciated. So at the top of com, you'll see the cause match campaign. I will ask Avrami to continue with our musical presentation. And um, in a few minutes from now, before the top of the hour, I will rejoin everybody as we continue to broadcast live. It is almost hard to believe that we're able to pull this off, but we are continuing to broadcast live through very difficult circumstances and with a lot of love and support on a Tuesday morning broadcast right here at JM in the AM. Ata mevin hakol, 
That me? That my cue? <laughs> uh, Avrami, do me a favor. Come on the air with me. You'll help me explain what's going on, and you'll let everyone know what, what music they've been hearing in and out over the last couple of minutes. What song was that? Um, that was Shmuel Younger with uh, a, a chunk of his uh, onstage uh, CD, The Medleys. And just to explain, uh, we're trying very hard, and I got to thank ZK, who is who's always living up to his name as, and reputation as broadcast engineer extraordinaire. Uh, we created a system for me to broadcast this morning, and uh, you never know if the system's going to work or not until you actually press the button and get started. And uh, for some reason, even with all the tweaks and all the uh, all the devotion that my staff has, including ZK, who's uh, been up most of the night because he had a late job and is trying to figure out what's going on with this whole uh, operation now with this system, um, uh, we're still not there. But we, uh, thank God, have a pretty good backup system in place. And I thank Avrami for that. And you're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Uh, as we uh, try very hard to do something that I think uh, many entities would have difficulty with, and that is try to uh, maintain our normal programming, um, keep things going, make sure that uh, that people ha- have the, uh, the feeling of community and unity and togetherness that we, that we project and that we are so proud of every single day. Uh, but these couple of days have been a little bit difficult. These couple of days have been, uh, have been challenging, to say the least, in the aftermath of the complete destruction of our main headquarters and studio. Uh, we've had an amazing response from everybody, financially and otherwise, and we can't thank you enough for that. America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AchimSegal.com, on the AchimSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We're going to be uh, heading to our news from Israel. I'm trying to. I'm trying to listen into our news from Israel at the same time that I'm speaking to everybody out there around the world. I want to thank everybody for the comments on the app. I want to thank everybody for the incredible support of our cause match campaign. You'll find the you'll find the link at the top at AchimSiegel.com. Um, if we can, Avrami, maybe we should try to banner that link on our app so that people can uh, access the campaign directly from the app. We'll see if we can do that later on. And I thank you for that. And in addition to all the funds, in addition to all the overwhelming support financially, we have heard from so many friends from around the world who are who are heartbroken for what we're going through and uh, and expressing tremendous faith that we can rebuild and rebuild in a very strong fashion. And that is our intention. That is our intention.
Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast rate Tuesday follows next weekday. Look at Toe from James Dean. Galitzal, Yerushalayim, Shah Shtaim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Ran Yavnai, Imashakoreachav. ברקע הפיגועים האחרונים ולקראת חודש רמדאן, שר הביטחון בני גנץ נפגש היום עם עבדאללה מלך ירדן, מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. גנץ נפגש היום בפעם השנייה עם המלך עבדאללה השני ברבת עמון לפגישה שעסקה בניסיונות להביא לרגיעה בחודש רמדאן. שר הביטחון עדכן את המלך בהקלות שישראל מתכננת לאשר בקרוב לטובת הפלסטינים ביהודה ושומרון וברצועת עזה. מהצד הירדני השתתפו בפגישה גם שר החוץ איימן ספדי וראש המודיעין הכללי של הממלכה. משפט נתניהו, התובעת בתיק החלה לחקור את עד המדינה פילבר בחקירה נגדית, מדווח כתבנו איתי שריג. פילבר סיפר כי ההתנהלות שלו מול בזק הייתה חריגה ולא תקינה. היה יחס אחר לבזק מאשר למפוקחים אחרים, היה להם כוח עודף, כך פילבר. בית המשפט דחה מוקדם יותר את בקשת התביעה להכריז עליו כעד עוין, אך אפשר לה לחקור אותו בחקירה נגדית, במהלכה ניתן להטיל דופי בעדותו. הפרופסור עודד גולדרייך הגיב על פסיקת בג"ץ להעניק לו את פרס ישראל ומסר אני שמח על הפסיקה לבטל את החלטת השרה ומקווה שהדבר יתקן ולו במעט את הנזק האדיר שגרמה הפרשה הזו לחופש הביטוי וליוקרתו של פרס ישראל ככה הפרופסור גולדרייך חבר הכנסת צבי האוזר מתקווה חדשה מתח ביקורת אצל גאל דן ואמר בג"ץ היה צריך לקבל את שיקול דעתה של השרה מנגד נשיא האקדמיה הלאומית הישראלית למדעים, הפרופסור דוד הראל, אמר בגלי צה"ל, הצדק נעשה. הצדק הברור נעשה. מפאת כבודה של השרה, בג"ץ העביר את זה להחלטה סופית שלה. היא סירבה, אדם שהמצוינותו המדעית היא מעבר לכל ספק. אסור שימנעו ממנו לקבל את הפרס, ואני מאוד שמח. ברגע שבג"ץ העביר לידיה את ההכרעה, בג"ץ צריך לכבד את שיקול הדעת של השר. ההחלטה הזאת היא קודם כל... פוגעת בעיקרון כיבוד הרשויות. ארבעה בני אדם נפצעו בצהריים בהם אחד אנוש בתאונה בין שני כלי רכב בכביש 44 סמוך לכפר אוריה. כתבתנו בבירה היא הרב אברהם מוסיפה כי המשטרה חוקרת את נסיבות התאונה. המלחמה במזרח אירופה, סבב השיחות בין רוסיה ואוקראינה החל הבוקר בטורקיה בין המשתתפים האוליגרך רומן אברמוביץ' שאמש דווח כי עבר ניסיון הרעלה מדווח כתב חדשות החוץ, מתן לוי. לאחר כשלושה שבועות בהם המשא ומתן בין הצדדים מתקיים באופן מקוון, משלחות רוסיה ואוקראינה נועדות כעת באיסטנבול. נשיא טורקיה ארדואן ברך את המשתתפים ואמר כי השיחות במדינתו יכולות לסלול את הדרך לפגישה בין פוטין וזלנסקי. אורח נוסף שמשתתף במגעים הוא המיליארדר רומן אברמוביץ', שעל פי דיווחים סבל מסימני הרעלה לאחר השתתפותו בפגישה דומה בקייב. התקשורת באוקראינה דיווחה מזג האוויר למחר תחול ירידה במידות החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות LG, המציעה טלוויזיות LG OLED, החל ב-3,990 שקלים. שלוש שנות אחריות היבואן הרשמית קבוצת חטיבות. Thank you. 
Your children will be like the stars in the sky. This vast universe before your very eyes. Endless in number and endless in size. You couldn't count him if you tried. I promise you tonight. Oh. One more thing to be done, so listen, please. Take the one you love and sacrifice him up above as an offering to me. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky.
We said Avram. That's me. That's my cue. Avrami's with me, or I'm with Avrami. Uh, for those of you, we're, we're always very open about how things work here at the Nahum Siegel Network and in the aftermath of this terrible disaster on Sunday. Um, as you know, yesterday, Mayor Furtick hosted the show. I can't thank him enough for subbing and for taking care of things. And um, I spoke with him on the air during the middle part of the program this morning. Our uh, Broadcast engineer extraordinaire ZK in, in a true emergency situation worked with me yesterday to create a system to broadcast. That system still needs a little bit of work, we discovered this morning. We may have, I think ZK, which is always remarkable to me, has identified the problem. And we're going to work on that this morning. But Avrami, with his ingenuity, has created a system where we can uh, be on the air and uh, I can um, I could join in and uh, and essentially host or co-host this broadcast. Uh, Avrami, if you don't mind, let everyone know what music they've been listening to over the last few minutes before we continue here at JM and the AM. All righty. Um, we had the last thing was uh, the Zaltz Band featuring Barry Weber with the Zaltz Band Experience. And we had Arya Kunstler in there with The Promise. Um, earlier, we had Ari Goldwag with New Day off of his brand new CD, It's Geschmack to be a Yid. Uh, so getting some a lot of new tunes. We had Lipa's Wake Up earlier in the program as well, Lipa Schmelzer, so yeah. Good stuff going on. Say the least. And I'm glad we're able to continue. Even in this situation, we are able to continue our live broadcast. Uh, you mentioned the name Arye Kunstler. He's one of so many artists who have reached out to us. One of so many um, uh, great people in the Jewish music industry that have reached out with uh, great financial support, with great messages. Uh, and there are some people and some messages that I want to highlight, which we will. You know what, Avram, what we'll do is we'll go to our Yeshiva League Sports Update. It is Tuesday, after all, and there is something to celebrate, and that is uh, the Saracek Championship and uh, the fact that we're moving from winter to spring sports. And and we are the ones who bring you the Yeshiva League Sports Update every single Tuesday here at JM and the AM. So we'll do the Yeshiva League Sports Update, then I'll come back, uh, and, um, and we'll do... Uh, we'll talk about some of the things that have been going on over the last 24 hours. Uh, this time, each and every Tuesday, it's Elliot Weiselberg with the Yeshiva League Sports Update right here on JM in the AM. Good morning. We at the JM in the AM Sports Update join the rest of the Nachum Siegel Network family in asking for your help given recent events. The Lower East Side studio was home to many live in-person season premieres and tournament previews, as well as the first ever edition of The Court Report. Please help support our network, and in doing so, support Nachum, who has been there to support us for so long. With absolutely no real way to segue off that, straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update, the Saracek Tournament wraps up the winter sports calendar. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weisselberg. The 2022 Red Saracek Basketball Tournament returned in grand fashion after a few years on the sidelines due to the COVID pandemic. 24 teams, the largest gathering, converged on Yeshiva University to rekindle the greatest weekend in Yeshiva basketball. Of the 24 teams, 10 of them were from our very own Yeshiva League, including semifinalists Frisch and TABC, runner-up SAR, and league champion Ramaz. Early on, Tier 1 was destined for intrigue when Ramaz and Frisch were upended by 10th seed Megan David and 11th seed Yavna, respectively. Number 8, Flatbush, survived a scare, while SAR, TABC, and DRS easily advanced to Day 2. 
Friday's action saw three Yeshiva League teams advance to the Tier 1 semis as SAR topped Flatbush, DRS defeated Shalhevet, and TABC downed Yavne. A bid for four metro area teams fell just short as Mag and David jumped out to an early 19-10 advantage over two-seeded Valley Torah, but could not hold on, being outscored 48-31 the rest of the way. Semi-final Sunday brought its own fireworks as Isaac Solomon nailed two free throws in the final minute to cap a furious fourth-quarter comeback for the DRS Wildcats to knock off the top seed SAR Sting. Their Monday opponent would be the number two seed Valley Tower Wolfpack, winners over TABC by 11 after holding them to 12 total second-half points. The Wolfpack rode hot three-point shooting to a 14-point lead with 11 minutes to go in the contest, but like in the Yeshiva League Championship last week, that's when things got interesting. The DRS Wildcats won on a 15-0 run to lead 43-42. Gabriel Rabibo gave the Wolfpack the lead again at 44-43, and on the ensuing Valley Tour possession, a strip by DRS star Ari Ivry appeared destined for a fast-break lay-in, but Wolfpack leader and tournament MVP Johnny Don made the play of the weekend coming in from behind and swatting away the opportunity. A David Paz three-pointer on the other end of the floor, and Valley Tora was on their way home with the 2022 tournament trophy, ultimately finishing with a 55-45 victory. Also taking home trophies, Ramaz rebounded to take home the Tier 2 championship, defeating Ida Crown, and fellow Yeshiva League participants MTA and Hafter met in the Tier 3 final, with the host Lions walking away victorious. And so with that, we wrap up the winter portion of the Yeshiva League and turn our attention to spring. Starting next week, we'll bring you all of the soccer, boys volleyball, and girls hockey action and get you geared up for the Diamond Sports as the month of April rolls on. All right, thank you, Elliot. Thank you so much. Keep our Yeshiva League sports update going every single Tuesday, and we appreciate that. And congratulations to the winners of the Sarachek Tournament which is such an important uh, high school tournament. Um, there are a couple of things that I wanted to address. First of all, uh, we're at a point this morning where we are at uh, 440 donors, 440 people who have uh, felt the desire, the need to, to pitch in and help us out. And this issue, which I guess happens in any situation where there's a well-known entity, this issue of insurance and what it covers and doesn't cover. I don't know why this is such an obsession for certain people. Uh, and I do understand um, the reluctance of some people to donate, which, you know, it, it's their choice. Um, uh, if they um, if they assume that insurance is covering our damages. Yes, there there is a tremendous amount of damage that is going to be covered by insurance. And that is uh, with the unbelievable cooperation of our incredible landlord and the insurance company. And yes, there is a tremendous amount that's going to be covered. Please, God is going to help us to start rebuild. But there is a tremendous amount that's not going to be covered. And um, in order to build a studio, we are, we are, I don't want to say, God forbid, in a panic, but we are in a situation where we just want to make sure we have the funds that we need. And that has led to this emergency campaign, which has gotten a tremendous reaction and a tremendous amount of support from around the world. As someone pointed out to me, you know, insurance never covers everything and it's never enough. And unfortunately, that's the situation in the case here. So our listeners have come through and our friends have come through 
and our supporters have come through. And everyone knows that after a, uh, a stretch of all this time, of 40 years of being on the air, we are committed to rebuild and be bigger and better than ever. So that's the that's number one. And and again, no one is forcing anybody to donate anything. People are giving from the generosity of their hearts, and are um, and are putting their faith in the fact that we can, you know, and we can return uh, to have a headquarters and present you know programming in a uh, in a in a glorified manner. Uh, and one that makes the community worldwide very proud. So that's number one. The second thing I'll say is that uh, we've gotten some incredible messages of inspiration um, and appreciation, not just inspiration, but appreciation. And one of my, one of our listeners, I don't, I don't know who wants to be identified, who doesn't. One of our listeners said to me this morning via text we join you with your many well-wishers and supporters who share the pain of sunday's tragic incident over the years you've proven to be a resilient individual we live vicariously with you during the passing of your beloved father and your brother please know that we have every confidence in you and know that you will overcome this latest challenge as we commented Sunday afternoon to somebody, you end each and every program with the words, trust the future. Though it's impossible for us to comprehend Nahum, Gamzulatova, hang in there, the Jewish world desperately needs you. I thank them very, very much for that. And I thank everybody for their very incredible messages that they have sent. I am in going. I am going in no particular order. I am going in no particular order. I'm literally starting from the top. I guess the the people who gave most recently are the beneficiaries of that. Victor and Yona Shine have just given ten times high, and sometimes I don't even know what role I've had to help enhance someone's life. But they write, 32 years since you helped me propose at Westbury Music Fair. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> I, I, I barely remember that episode, but I do believe it. <laughs> A lot of crazy things have happened from the stages, from many different stages. <laughs> I can't believe I actually allowed that. <laughs> I actually allowed it the concert program to be interrupted for someone to propose to somebody. <laughs> no, but I'm so glad we did. And I'm kidding about that. Of course, Jeremy Shulman has just donated. You are our Jewish music here in Atlanta. I hope every little bit helps. Thank you very much. Mordechai Ort from a, uh, an establishment try furniture. We need the show to go on. The best interviewer I ever had. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Daron and Nicole Katz. Daron has been a friend for a very, very long time. 20 times high. There's no one like you in the Jewish world. Am Yisrael needs you. Stay strong. And only Simchas. Only Simchas is right. That's their baby. Only Simchas. And uh, yeah, we, we should... 
we should really continue to celebrate so many Simchas on the air with so many people. Yosef Kramer, a $31 donation for all the amazing things done on this network, especially the Meir Milim segment. You know, we do Meir Milim, and it's done in memory of Meir, and Rabbi Benji Kramer does such a great job at it, but it's 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 rare that we hear reaction to those types of segments. It's just it's just rare, and that's not a criticism. It's just the reality. So thank you for that. And yeah, we our intention is to keep that going <laughs> every Monday at nine a.m. Shalom Jacobs. He's always out there, and he's always helping. Five hundred dollars. Nachum, wishing you the best. Always, my friend. Hope you. You're up and running quickly, Hashem. Yeah, we also hope we're up and running quickly. We actually had a conversation with the landlord yesterday, and um, we've set a modest goal to be in the new studio by Shavuos. That's a modest goal. We, we're, we're literally going to be counting the days, right? We're going to be counting the days until we get into the new studio. Will it really happen by Shavuos? You know how these things are. Things get delayed, etc. The benefit of the benefit of our timeline is that um, is that once the infrastructure is in, once the the space is rebuilt, uh, in theory, within a few days, we can build a studio and then go into the process of building a studio. So we're hoping that it's more reality than than fantasy to actually be in the new space by by Shavuos time. Please God, Michael Fragan somebody who has been in that studio countless times and somebody who's a member of the Nachum Single Network family and somebody who's a community leader and gets the importance of outlets like ours, a 10 times high donation. Thank you. Hal Levy, Hal Levy sent in a donation. I think this came in last night and I read this and I was like, wow. Hal Levy sent in a donation in honor of Becky Dweck of blessed memory, who for many years relied on Nahum Siegel and JM and the AM to remain connected to the broader Jewish community. Thank you, Nahum, and the entire team for all the work done on behalf of Klai Yisrael. Thank you so much for that. We're going to go to Rabbi Goldwasser in a moment, and then, and then I'll come back and, and speak a little bit more. Um, I, I again have to thank our sponsors. I have to thank the people that are with us every single day of the year uh, or every single day this time of year. And I apologize to them for doing it in this list form, but there's such a togetherness and a camaraderie that is being felt right now that I don't think it's a bad thing to do it in this fashion. I'm giving, and, and by the way, every one of them has reached out with such special messages and again, their patience, just like they were when I had to take the week off for my surgery patience and understanding and just hoping that 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 everything can be in place as fast as possible with that in mind a special thank you to our friends at the rothenberg law firm injurylawyer.com a special thank you to our friends at art scroll and i cannot remind you enough times to increase your pesach library by going to artscroll.com and using promo code radio a special thank you to our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms. Aaron himself was on the phone yesterday with Miriam L. Wallach asking 
what can he do? What can he do? What can he do? And this is at a time of year that's very busy for someone like Aaron. Aaron's Casino Farms is now filled with Pesach products. Their meat section is completely pesach and their Mechis Deli and Takeout will be completely Pesach by April 3rd. Support our sponsors. Go in there and enjoy a shopping experience that you'll never forget. Aaron's Casino Farms and Casino, Casino Boulevard in Queens. Thank you to our friends at A&H. <laughs> I saw yesterday on the, on the campaign that Seth Levitt, <laughs> who runs A&H, any excuse to help us. <laughs> I had a conversation with him the other day that <laughs> to me was so meaningful when he described to me in a few short words how committed he and his company are to the to the future of our of our operation. So thank you, AH, and everybody go out there and buy a lot of Abels and Hyman and go to kosherdogs.net and enjoy your discount with promo code radio. Special thank you to our friends from OHEL. You know, we've been talking about the Zachter Family Trauma Center. And Sometimes I read the announcement and I inform everybody that they're doing such important work that needs to be spread throughout the community, the message about their work. And sometimes it's hard to relate to the word trauma. It's hard to relate to what people are going through in the aftermath of difficulty. (coughs) And um, this week, it's even more meaningful that they're out there for the community. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, David Mandel has now reached out to me multiple times. I still have not responded. I just have not gotten to respond to everybody, but I will Bezrat Hashem this morning. I can't thank him enough for his love and friendship and long-time admiration for what we do. Thank you, thank you, thank you, David. Special shout-out to Morty Getz, who again, (laughs) overnight, helped us financially. But his beloved shopiflers.com continues to be a great supporter of ours. And uh, another one of the many outlets and outfits that understand the importance of constant messaging. So we have the honor of promoting shopiflers.com and reminding people about their incredible world of Judaica, especially now before holiday time on a daily basis. And I thank them very, very much. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning Tizuk. Good morning. We learn concerning Avraham Avinu that Hashem tested him ten times, ten trials and tribulations, as it says, that Hashem tested Avraham Avinu. The great Rav Gershon Edelstein asked the question, wouldn't Hashem know the great Madrega of Avram Avinu, his spiritual level, without being tested? What did he need to be tested for? The Ramban explains that even though Avram Avinu had the potential to stand in Nisayon, but now we were able to see it Papayo that Avram Avinu was able to stand the challenge in real time. 
all of us have been listening for years. We are one united family across the world. We all feel a special closeness to each other. I must tell you, it is very difficult for me to be able to grasp what has happened. The fact that a fire could destroy the studio that has stood for years, that has given to the entire world Torah and Tefillah and the Gunim and news and the sense of belonging and chizuk and encouragement and strength for the entire Jewish world. I cannot grasp the depth of this loss. The fact is, we are all being challenged. It is an isoyon for each and every one of us. First, we are thankful to Hashem. Shvach v'hodoyal Hashem yisparach. That Reb Nochem and his entire mishpacha is safe and well and was not harmed at all by the fire. The Mesiras Nefesh, the self-sacrifice of the Siegel family for Klau Yisroel, for the morning program, is Chutz Midarach No matter what was happening in the world, whether it was the Magefa, whether it was the blackout, whether it was the time when the Twin Towers fell, no matter what was happening in this world, the program continued to be a vital source of chizuk, of news, of information, of encouragement, of Torah for the entire world. I spoke with Nochum just a short while ago. He was holding back the tears. All the work that he has put in over the years in one fell swoop of a fire destroyed. It is our Nisayon. It is our test. We need to come together to help rebuild what has been destroyed. We can rebuild better and stronger, something that will last until Mashiach will come. But it takes each and every one of us to understand the urgency of this hour. I will never forget the mother that told me that when her young boy had to go to the hospital, the only thing that he wanted to make sure that he packed in his suitcase was his radio so he could continue to hear Nachum when he would be in the hospital for his stay. What the program means to a young boy, what the program means to Klau Yisrael, is very difficult to put into words. I call out to our entire listening family throughout the world. There is never a time that I can remember over the decades that the program was in such a situation. I beg you, please help my dear lifelong friend, Reb Nachum, and all the staff of the program so that the program can continue on with dignity. We say on Tisha B'Av, Ba'esh Hitzata, with fire you consumed it, Uba'esh Sid Livnosa, and with fire you will rebuild it. The studio of the morning program has been consumed with fire. With the fire of our determination, with the fire of our enthusiasm, with the fire of our generosity, we will rebuild with Hashem's help 
the studio. In the merit of your support, may you have bracha blessing and success, children going in the ways of Torah. May you have great shalom bayis, zivugim, shiduchim, refuas, and yeshuas. May we have besuros tavos, lano lechol Yisrael, amen. Amen, Rabbi Goldwasser. Thank you so much for that. We need your support, everybody, and I'm not talking about financial support. We have an incredible support system. I have the most amazing and supportive wife, as all of you know, those of you who are regular listeners for years. I have eight incredibly supportive children, and I say eight because... My two daughters-in-law have always, always been proud to be our children since we they became members of our family. But boy, over the last few days, they have demonstrated such love and affection for for these for this set of parents. And we are in the midst of a great support system. <laughs> Rabbi Goldwasser reminds me. Something that uh, some people have pointed out to me since Sunday. No blizzard. No blizzard. No 9-11 attack. No flood. No storm. No blackout. We have a million stories I could tell you. Nothing ever stopped this show from going on. Nothing ever stopped the unifying feeling that people got in the aftermath of what was happening. It, it, it was lost on me years ago how people need this outlet to come together. They, our community does not necessarily run to, to, to news stations when something of note is happening. They run to us to see that that the community is getting through this together. <sighs> Nothing has stopped this program. We sat on a plane where they, they would not allow the doors to open because it had to be de-iced or the doors were frozen. I don't know. Miriam, I'm sure, remembers the exact details. We did the Friday morning jam in the AM from the plane live, like we're doing now. We have a great support system. I'd like to think that one of the, I have a very dedicated staff who are willing to do anything. And I would like to think that, uh, that we've shown each other over the years that we'll go to any extent, to any length, to make sure that this program continues. So yeah, we appreciate the financial support and we are thankful that people are going to the website and Avrami's going to let me know when the banner is up on the app and and yeah, we appreciate all of that. But the support that is so essential for us right now is the incredible, incredible way that you're help, helping us, helping us stand tall and helping us realize that there's going to be 
a good solid rebuilding. And that we'll be able to continue serving this community and glorifying the name of the one above as we do it <laughs> today. Today is actually reminiscent of that um, of that Friday morning on the plane because someone took a photograph, which ended up in one of the newspapers, of me with a cell phone in front of me conducting a radio show. And that is essentially what's happening right now. ZK is working very hard. Our broadcast engineer extraordinaire who's been at my side for, my God, I don't even know how many years we're together. He's working very hard to tweak our system that he created yesterday so that I'll be able to broadcast directly on the air and have guests on in, a, um, in an efficient fashion. But in the meantime, Avrami is uh, completely responsible for engineering this show, something he did not know until about 6.10 this morning. And I am uh, joining his broadcast. Um, I'm, I'm technically joining his broadcast from, on a technical level in order to present the show. We need your support. And we're getting some incredible messages of support. And to me, that's the most important thing is the recognition that the show and the network is getting for the work that we're doing. We have an app. Feel free to comment on the app. Jeff Schilling, I, I wish I could find his message to me right now. I, I wouldn't be able to do that this moment. Things are a little haphazard. But he sent a message to me yesterday. I, I mentioned him because he's on the app uh, mentioning how beautiful Rabbi Goldwasser's message was. He wrote to me yesterday that, that this is by far his largest donation since the days of East Orange, New Jersey. And wrote to me about the meaning that this show and what our work means to him and what it has meant to him for all these years. Jeff, that was a message that when I read it, I, I couldn't contain my tears and I can't thank you enough for that. Rabbi Cash, <laughs> Rabbi Cash and I go back a long time and he's one of those people that <laughs> no matter where he is on this continent is always tuned in and I thank him. Good morning, Nachum. We continue to be in awe at your resilience as life teaches us that man plans and God laughs. We know you'll build back better and we'll make the NSN network great again. That's our intention. It's funny. We, <laughs> we made so many moves last week. <laughs> so many moves last week to, in fact, continue building our network. <clears throat> we didn't think we'd be in for a setback. It's a little bit of a setback, but we're going to continue to build. Um, JM and A, I hope you'll be back better than before. Please, God. <clears throat> Ruby and Coach Bobby are pledging 10 times high for the most amazing mouthpiece of Claudia Stroll. 
<laughs> Dr. Gavant uh, says it's time to go on the road for remote shows while the studio is being renovated. Well, <laughs> yeah, as soon as we remember, all of our remote equipment is now gone, doctor. <laughs> Every time, you know, you, I say to myself, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. And I remember, oh, yeah, that, that's gone, that's gone. We can't do that now. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if, in fact, uh, we could get some remote programming going. That would be actually an amazing way to get more music by visiting different communities. Yeah, listener, Ita, thank you. Nachum, I'll pass on your response regarding insurance. This insurance conversation seems to be intriguing to everybody. <laughs> the bottom line is it's never enough. Never enough. And um, the bottom line is, yeah, that uh, that our infrastructure, thank God, is insured, but uh, there's plenty that's not insured. <clears throat> and um, that's one of the reasons that your help is so necessary. Arnie B says, your story is so similar to the classic movie, It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if I ever had that comparison made before. When you think all is lost and your beloved followers and the show bring you back, bring you back even in bigger than you could imagine. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. J.A. Mora, out of the ashes, will music rise once again, thinking of you and the whole NSN crew. Z. Stein, dear Nahum, my head hurts for you, but all your loyal, loyal listeners will pitch in behind you. You'll rebuild quickly. Yeah. And remember, we're on the air. We're on the air. And it may not be the exact system we want or the best way possible, the ideal, but we're on the air. <laughs> we're on the air all day. Rummy's actually conducting a live lunch. I'm praying that we're going to be at a point today that actually during that live lunch we'll be able to conduct a test and see if our new system will be working. And it's, it is frustrating when you set something up and it doesn't work. But if it works later today, that would be amazing as the people around me continue to remind me that we don't need everything working immediately. We'd need everything working within a reasonable amount of time. Listener Vigorous says, we're heartbroken at your loss. At the same time, overjoyed you're on the air this morning. Yeah, that is something to be overjoyed about. It's funny, and I'm sure anybody out there who's been in the grieving process knows this. This day is a tough day. The first day is one of shock and you're just jumping into action to get everything, to get everything out that you have to get out and, or that the fire department allows you to take out or that you think you're going to save. I mean, I, I can't even describe the bedlam that Sunday was. And yesterday, like any full day after that, is a day of complete out, outpouring of love and affection. People who care about you they surround you with love. They send you a million texts, every one of which, thank God, I, I committed to not go to sleep till I answered last night. And you get to feel the, the way that people feel about you. And you wake up on this third day. You wake up Tuesday morning. A lot of practical stuff has to be taken care of. There's a lot of thinking about, about what needs to be done. And, and then you realize that 99% of what you need in order to get that done doesn't exist anymore. So you got to go to plan B, constantly go to plan B. And then you create a plan and 
figure out a way to wake up early and broadcast and that doesn't work the way exactly the way you want it to and you have your friends and your staff and people really close to you saying don't worry tomorrow's a new day and the kinks will be worked out and this is not going to be permanent we're going to figure this out and that helps a lot having people around you like that and then as i said before you have this large, large circle of people around the world. And I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. Not everybody gets waves and waves and waves of of love and affection from so many people around the world. But you have this incredible group of people, a large group who are doing their part to help us. And I don't just mean financially. But to help us get through this. I'm going to go back for a moment to our cause match page. And by the way, thank you to our friends at CauseMatch who jumped into action for us. I want to thank the Rosazada family. They have been with us and for us for so long. And they have uh, forwarded a very generous donation. I thank them so much. Listener Linda says, you are our morning chizuk and we know that morning chizuk will continue for the future God willing our love for you family and the station that's Linda and Arnie Yagoda and I thank them there are people who have given outrageously large donations <laughs> you, never, you never thought that someone in the world of fundraising would use an expression like that right but there are some people, and, and too many of them, frankly, do not want to be identified, which I completely understand. And therefore, I won't identify any of them right now. But there's a special family out there that has become so close and so proud of our efforts over the last decade that they gave an $18,000 donation to kick off our campaign yesterday morning. There are friends who are constant supporters of what we do. And for them to give a thousand or eighteen hundred is not unusual during any of our regular campaigns, even if we do more than one a year. They're always there for us. I'm talking about a large group of people. And this time around they gave five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. As I said earlier about listener Jeff, and I say this with great pride, and I know that he does as well, there are people out there that have never given as much as they're giving now. And I can't thank you enough for that. I can't thank you enough for that. People are giving to the point that they can't give more. They're just, they, they, they're telling me that this is 
what they feel they can do and this is what they can and i'm like i'm not i'm not asking you to make this a painful process for you i just no no we have to we have to give what we can we have to give whatever we can do the maximum we can do to to show our support and to to know that you're you're going to be strong and continue the rebuilding process there are people in my life who are not able to give and are very very careful as they get older with with their savings and with their with their needs for the future and people in that category whose names i never expected to see on a campaign like this they have responded they have responded with the attitude of how can i not thank you everybody thank you thank you our uh, our link is on awesome it seems to be continuously going around on social media I was glad that the Jewish week the Jerusalem Post the Jewish press they've all covered this story so far and many many people have picked up the original story that was posted by that was posted by Matsav. Avrami, are we still good? Everybody hear everything? Thanks. That was posted by Matsav. Um, on Sunday night. And I'm glad the story's getting around. As the story goes around, the message of our mission is getting around because it's in that article. And the resilience that we've had over the years is getting around. And the attitude that we have of the show must go on. And how seriously we take that, that's getting around. It's all part of the story. And that's very important to me. That people understand. As I said to the person interviewing me yesterday, I said, um, this is what we are. We're unabashedly pro-Israel. We're unabashedly pro-Jewish tradition. We're unabashedly a beacon for Torah and Jewish education. And we're unabashedly transparent. And I gave them the example. I said, when we do our regular fundraiser every year, whether it's in May or December, whenever we do, when we do our regular fundraiser, nobody's more honest with this audience than I am. I tell them we have a number of revenue streams, and the only way we can continue is if every one of them is strong and one of them is listener support. It's as simple as that. And as I said to you this morning, 
and many of you again know this from the financial standpoint, yeah, there's insurance. It's never enough. And for certain things, there is no insurance. So we need your help just to keep this going on a daily basis through this crazy time. We need your help. So thank you. Thank you to everybody out there. Our, uh, our dear friend, Ahava Aaron Price. Ahava Aaron Price and I had a, uh, had a private conversation a couple of weeks ago about resilience. Uh, she's known, like so many of you have known, that the um, last few months have not been easy. We've had some challenges. The COVID thing was a challenge for me. Um, my foot surgery was a challenge for me. Um, and, um, and frankly, losing my dear friend and partner, Mayor Nachum Ben David, on the 11th of Sivan, continues to be a challenge for me. And she and I had a conversation about resilience and about about rebounding, about utilizing the support system around you to prop yourself up and 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 rebound. Mrs. Erin Price, thank you. She has donated 20 times high with Zechonishma Sadia Yoshua Ben Eliezer. I know so many people in this audience knew Sadia Erin Price. She writes, Sadia, who knew how to take Hashem's challenges and create a greater Klai Yisrael. Certainly looking out for Nachum from Shemayim as you too will rebuild to even greater heights. Thank you. I don't know what to say other than thank you. A lot of very important messages. Those of you who like to look at the fundraising page, you can see and read some of the messages yourself. Maya Engler, who has been has been in uh, a wonderful leadership role at TABC, has donated in honor of Gavri Siegel. <laughs> thank you. And thank you to everybody who's been donating in honor of different children of ours. <laughs> they have great friends and admirers who have really been there for us. In honor of Gavri Siegel, with gratitude to Nachum for his tributes to my father and Tony Eiser Glickman of blessed memory. After this donation came in last night, Gavri and I were talking about the tribute, the opportunity that I have on the air, like we did last week with the with the uh, beloved Dr. Jerry Hochbaum of blessed memory. 
the opportunity that we have to uh, to share pain and to share heartwarming messages about people. And the fact that Maya remembers that so many years later is so meaningful to me. I can't thank you enough. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSigl.com on the NahumSigl Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Avrami is going to head back to the music. We're going to regroup a little bit in our remote location, and uh, I'll be back with more coming up. Um, our website has the cause match link. I ask that you share it with everybody. Keep the messages coming in. So appreciate your texts, so appreciate your app comments, so appreciate your WhatsApp messages, so appreciate what you're writing as you donate. Today's going to be a tough day. I mentioned to, oh my gosh, I can't believe how many staff members and people associated with this network I've already spoken to today. I've mentioned to everybody this is going to be a tough day. And um, and your support, and I don't just mean financial, I mean your love and your messages of, uh, of gratitude and positive messages you're sending us will certainly go a long way. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast of JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Tuesday morning. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in this morning for some inspiration and for some important messages, uh, I suggest you stay tuned in for the next few minutes. I suggest you stay tuned in if you want to feel a kinship to other people in the community, I suggest you stay tuned in. Um, I just noticed online that the <laughs> my beloved brother, Rabbi Josh Fass, and the Nefesh Benefesh family have just donated $1,800. But uh, my beloved brother, Rabbi Josh Fass, and my friends at Nefesh Benefesh did something even greater for me this week. Rabbi Fass is here in the United States for a day or a day and a half or two days, whatever it is officially. And yesterday he came here to visit with me for an hour. And I will be eternally grateful to him for that. David and Annie Blumenthal write, Malcolm, our home was destroyed by a fire. We know how devastating it is on so many levels. You can and will rebuild and provide song and connection once more at even higher levels. Let us know if we can share the lessons we learned. Would love to help. I um, yesterday, yesterday I learned of people that had fires in their lives that I had never known. People I know for thirty-five years, I never knew that their entire home or their entire apartment burnt completely in an era where where not everything was saved on the internet and not everything was able to be done remotely afterwards. And they're telling me it's the worst. It's the worst. Of all the punishments, it might be the actual worst. Everything's destroyed in an instant. Even in a flood, you have the opportunity at possibly to sift through things and possibly save certain items that will eventually dry out. Who knows? To compare, to compare punishments from the one above is, is, uh, or acts of the one above is silly, I guess. But this person said to me, fire is the worst. But they rebuilt. They rebuilt. They rebuilt. They missed the the things they lost, but they rebuilt, and it's only stuff. And I thank everybody for those messages. But that's not the reason why I said that you should stay tuned in if you want to be inspired and feel a kinship to people in our audience. Somebody who's a close friend of mine and somebody who would go to the nth degree to help anybody, but I, I selfishly think that he would go to the double nth degree to help me, and frankly has demonstrated that many times, called me, called me and said that uh, when, one of their, when one of their children, when one of his children was diagnosed with a certain disease. So number one, as anybody who's in that situation knows, your entire world turns upside down and you have to act quickly and 
to learn a lot in the span of a day about the nature of how things work and just navigate the whole system, whatever it is that you're now thrown into. And he mentioned to a close relative who's a very prominent rabbi, he said that um, he finds himself being angry at God because after everything that his wife and he had done for children who are ill and organizations that they've supported to the hilt for those who are in serious medical situations, how is it possible that with a quote-unquote insurance policy like that, how is it possible that God would make this happen to them? And this Torah giant, shockingly, instead of asking how could you be angry at God, expressed that there was a time in his life that things weren't going the way he would have liked, unfortunately, and found himself also being frustrated with the one above. But this Torah giant told this friend of mine, years later I understood why. I went through trials and tribulations that people would come and speak to me about. I went through difficulties that I could relate to when people would come to me crying with their own difficulties, marriage problems, children, etc., etc., etc. So years later, I realized that it was the experience that I went through, the length of time it took to get married, the length of time it took to have children. It was that experience that I went through that gave me the perspective to be able to relate to those who would come see me for advice, who would come see me for a positive word, who would come see me to discuss a serious medical or family situation. And this friend of mine said, you know, years later now I can say that I understand it because the experience we've had with our child has given us the perspective, understanding, and the ability to help others even more. And he called me with that message this morning because he said that the situation we're in right now reminds him of the situation he just described. I can't even start to I can't even start to count. I can't even start to calculate how many times we have tried and successfully helped people. Help people who are in need of financial help. Help people that are in need of medical help help people that are in need of prayers of the community, help people that are in desperate situations. And we have 
been there so, so many times. And yes, and yes, help people that have been through fires. I sit here and reflect and immediately, immediately, five, six situations of fires come to my mind. And one might think that that was enough of an insurance policy to guarantee that we would never have to go through something like this. How could it be that when families lost children to fires, when families lost homes to fires and had to rebuild and we were there on the front lines for them, how could it be that we would be in a situation like this? How could it be that when our beloved New Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island had their fire, how could it be after we jumped into action to get them their initial financial support, to get them Machzarim donated? I don't even remember if in the end it was necessary or not. Machzarim donated for Yantif since this is right before Yantif. Those are the two things about it that I that, that I somewhat remember from all those years ago. How could it be if we were at the forefront when it came to other people's fires and tragedies and devastations? How could it be that that wasn't enough insurance for us to not have to go through this? And as this friend of mine reminded me, it is now this experience. It is now this experience of having been through this, of having that pain of Sunday, that helpless feeling. Of sitting outside that studio not knowing what to do first. It is now that painful experience that's going to help us going forward to help other people. When someone comes to us and says, this person is in desperate need of help because everything they have is gone. We'll be able to say, we must act in as swift and as strong a manner as possible because we've been there. We've been there. We've been there. I said today it was going to be a difficult day. I honestly thought on paper that we could get back to regular programming today. In fact, if I knew it went in this direction, maybe I would have taken the day off. I don't know. But uh, we went with our gut. And as my manager always reminds me, it is this gut that's gotten us to this point. So here we are with great support and great supporters 
I, I have to mention the list of people that are regular supporters of ours on a corporate level. I have to mention them again. I have to thank our friends in the Rothenberg family and the Rothenberg law firm. I have to thank Seth Levitt and everybody at A&H. I have to thank Yossi Herzog, who again, any excuse to, to support us, whatever, whatever reason is out there to support us, he just continues to shower us with financial support and with loving friendship and support. Thank you to our friends at Kedem. The other day we were talking about how we we were all at a certain point 30 years ago when we started together. They didn't start 30 years ago. I'm saying when we started our relationship together. And look where we both have gotten now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pleasure to have partners that grow with you. Thank you to Morty Getz and our friends at shopiflers.com. Thank you to David Mendel and our tremendous, tremendous circle of friendship at OHEL. OHEL, where our most recent message to our community has been about their Zachter Trauma Center. And maybe now we know a little bit more about what it's like to be in a traumatic situation and why our community needs a backbone like OHEL to help people who are who are in difficulty. Thank you to our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms this time of year. <laughs> this time of year, they are the outfit that supports us as we remind everybody that there's no better way to prepare for Pesach than with the shopping experience at Aaron's Casino Farms. And Avrami, who am I forgetting? Because you always pick up the people that I... <laughs> may have left off the list. If I'm forgetting anybody, I apologize. And, uh, oh, our friends at Art Scroll, our friends at Art Scroll. I don't know how many times I can remind you to use promo code radio, but every time you do, our friends at Art Scroll feel the love from our international community. And all of our sponsors, by the way, all of our corporate sponsors who rely on us to get their messaging out, and obviously their messaging is going out in a very different way today. They are always patient, always wonderful. Our friends at Turo College, I can't thank them enough. <laughs> Yesterday I got a call from Rabbi Moshe Krupka. He says to me, what could we do other than continue to be great supporters of yours? I said, first of all, that's enough, frankly. And then he, he interrupts me as I'm answering. He says, by the way, if you need space, we have space. And he is one of so many people that have volunteered and offered office space. And again, we're so day-to-day -day right now. We don't know, so hour-to-hour -hour right now. <laughs> we don't know what we will or will not be doing. Our friends at the OU... I don't know how many people from the OU not only have donated privately as their own, you know, private donation online, but I don't know how many people at the OU have um, messaged me over the last 24 hours. We have a lot of friends there. We have a lot of people who care there. And I can't thank them enough. And if I'm not mistaken, our official date for the, the Erev Pesach products program, which Avrami will likely be conducted in this fashion, by the way. 
<laughs> because this system probably won't work best for that show. Um, I believe it's scheduled for April the 12th, brought to you by the Orthodox Union. I think it's that Tuesday, April the 12th. And um, we look forward to bringing it to you. It's a tradition that's extremely helpful to people and really helps everyone get into the mood for the upcoming Yom Tov. As I continue to say, thank you to, as I continue to say, thank you to everybody who's sending messages of support. Listener, Rachel, thinking of you and your family, sending all my love. The Dubin, sorry to hear of this great loss, Hazak Be'amat's going forward. <sighs> Henny and Sam Rudansky, old friends who are always there for us. Thank you. Our hearts and prayers are with you. You have done so much for the Jewish world in such a wonderful way. Henny and Sam, thank you guys so much. Scott Feldman, he's one leader of, of an organization that we've worked with for a long time. A lot of people from a lot of great organizations have checked in. Scott Feldman has uh, donated his, uh, his role at the One Israel Fund is one that... Uh, he takes very seriously and we take working with him and his uh, organization very seriously and we thank him very much Rachel Wolf and her husband Andrew and our friends at Chariot said that so sorry to hear this news we are all with you thank you um, so wonderful to hear from you And so wonderful to, to be on the receiving end of your support, both financial and otherwise. Uh, it's a JM and AM Tuesday morning broadcast. Um, I thank our broadcast engineer extraordinaire, ZK, who is working around the clock to do whatever is possible to keep us going I want to thank Avrami who's um, who is leading our plan B or plan C or plan D whatever plan we're up to this morning to be able to broadcast and to allow me to to broadcast remotely and speak with you remotely this morning I thank those who've been commenting on the app Nahum, we're all with you in this in this tsar. We hope you we Hashem will help you rebuild. We love you. We're supporting you all the Ralph, our chairman, writes, listening to Nahum and seeing all who have left messages. We as a group are behind Nahum and all that he does. We should all be proud. Now please reach out to your friends and tell them to help our Nahum rebuild. Thank you, Ralph. One thing about Ralph is he's always been adamant about spreading the word about Jam and the Ann. He wants everyone to know that it exists because he, he feels that it's something extra special that will enhance the life of anybody who makes it a habit for them. And he feels the same way about supporting us as well, and I thank him and his wife, B. Thank you very much. 
for our hero who encourages us every morning anew. We are one. We are the Jewish people who live on. This is listener Malki. You've helped me by airing me on the show, the author of the Isle and Dovey books. One of my books is the Isle and her great big family, which I wrote during Hurricane Sandy. You have a great big family behind you, Nachum. We grieve with you. We will see you thrive again with God's help. Listener Ita says, you're coming through loud and clear to Israel. Yeah. God has showered us with blessings. It's an important week to remember that. I always, uh, I always say that one of the greatest blessings God gave me is he got me started very young, so I was able to do this for a long, long, long time. Please, God, it should continue. Listener Ita points out that we're being heard loudly and clearly in Israel, and that's another blessing that God has showered us with over the last few years, that we have become an international entity because of the technology that has been created off of the great genius of the one above human beings were able to take what he created and continue that creation process and get us to this point in the world of technology let's always remember that listener patricia keep looking forward remember what you've told us many times remember the past live the present and trust the future i hope i remembered it correctly <laughs> Yeah. Listener A. Grossman, sorry to hear about this terrible loss. Always with you, sending warm wishes. Alex, thank you. Thank you very much. Jamie, the AM on a Tuesday. This is a. Um, this is one of those days. <laughs> there have been uh, there have been a lot of days at JM and the AM. I was originally going to speak with Matis and Mark and Miriam on the air this morning, but technically speaking, it's not not the way I would have liked to have done it. So we'll do it at a different time and obviously speak and get the reaction and thoughts of some of our staff members. Obviously, you heard from Mayor Furtig yesterday. He had the opportunity as he was subbing on the show, and you've heard me interact with Avrami, um, who's always so upbeat and is ready to do anything. He he's, he has really followed the JMA and Nahum Single Network example of whatever it takes, we're going to get it done. I thank him for that. There have been a lot of days here at JMA, a lot of days. And in a lot of days, there have been days that that we knew would be painful. Days where there was communal pain. And there were days of great joy. Days where we got to celebrate great news for our worldwide community. Days that we got to celebrate all the different things that happened in our family whether it's the Siegel family or the JMN family or the NSN family, there's been a lot of opportunities to celebrate some wonderful things. We will, uh, we will rebound, we will rebuild, and we will celebrate 
I, uh, I, I would I would apologize for the tone of this morning's show, but I already hear everybody in my ear telling me no need to apologize. This is this is why we're here. We are uh, virtually consoling everybody who's affected by this. And that's exactly what you, our listeners, are doing. The listeners who are listening, listeners who are checking in via the app, listeners who are donating. That's what you're doing. You are really helping to console us on a morning that we suspected was going to be a difficult morning. I, um, I don't know if the shock of discovery on Sunday. Uh, I don't, I don't know if there's anything that can be, that can be legitimately a comparison to that. I think that's a feeling that's unique, but today I'm, I, I actually need to be right outside the studio today to take care of something. Um, today is going to be a day that the reality of the matter continues to overwhelm us. Sunday was not reality. It was surreal. Monday was a day of outpouring, a day of, of being the recipient of so much so much love and affection and positive messaging and so many wonderful things that people said and so many wonderful things that people said on the phone. And as I said, that ended very, very late last night because I did not want to go to sleep before I responded at least to every text and WhatsApp. I have not gotten to phone calls and other things yet, but I hope to do that today. But um, today, on this third day, on the third day when we're always reminded traditionally of the pain of the third day after physical harm, um, I would have to guess there's a third day of pain that's unique when it comes to emotional trauma as well. I'm feeling that today is going to be a day of reality. Today is going to be a day where it's going to hit us at different points during the day that this is a, this is the new state of affairs. This is the way things are going to be going forward for a little bit. And, um, and your support and encouragement will help us get through this day. That I could tell you. On Sunday, um, somebody who I'm sure does not want to be mentioned on the air but I will anyway, the manager of our buildings, including where my studio was housed, uh, the wonderful friend, Shuli Woolman, said to me, I've been through every time, I mean, I'm a landlord, I've been through every type of disaster, flood, fire, and I, I would suspect there are others and other types as well. And he said, what's unique about the fire about a fire is that the initial hours, days, they're very, very hard. 
you're talking about a scary episode of destruction in a matter of minutes. But months from now, months from now, when the rebuild is complete, it is a great feeling. And he's saying this, having watched people lose their homes, their apartments to fires. So he says, as tough as it is now, and as hard as it is, for, as hard as it is to believe, this is the toughest time. This is the toughest time. As I said earlier, and I think I said this on the air yesterday, he has made a commitment like only a responsible manager and only as a close friend can to do everything in his power to help us rebuild. You, our listeners, continue to build on a commitment. We will have what we need to rebuild when we know that the insurance money is never enough, when we know that plenty of stuff, especially in a studio situation, there's so much unique pieces to it that that are not covered. Um, you, you've made a commitment to us. You've made a commitment to us. And you continue to add to that commitment Earlier, I saw that we were something like 440 donors, if I'm not mistaken. Now, if I look, it's 477 donors. You've made a commitment to us. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Julie Dolinger just donated. (laughs) And of course, who is Julie Dollinger? Julie Dollinger, if I had to guess, was someone I worked with at WFMU in 1985. That's my guess, 85, 86. Hello, Nafum. I had a very short-lived DJ slot right in So sorry for the terrible loss, but grateful nobody was injured. Take care, Julie Dollinger. <laughs> I don't think I've heard from her since the mid-80s. Although I I do remember that when people would ask me about the best shows on WFMU, I remember she was on that list, at least as far as I was concerned, because she was a great DJ. But yeah, thank you so much for that. Dr. and Mrs. Lent, thank you. Dr. Dave is an old friend, and through the next generation, we've been able to stay connected. Thank you. $500 donation. I have to give a special thank you to to two groups of people. The first is my Mechotanim, Miriam and Stephen Wallach, and um, Naomi and Stephen Levinson both donated $1,000. Now, I would would go into all the other things that those two families do for us, but Neither of them would be too happy with that. So I'll I'll leave it at that. But thank you. Thank you for being there. I don't know if you're more friends than family or more family than friends. But hey, as long as you're in both categories, who cares? Thank you to all four of you. 
Um, and I'll and I'll add to that. By the way, I'll add to that. By the way, um, our entire staff is obviously affected. Those those who've spent more time in the studio over the years are more affected than others. Obviously, for obvious reasons. As I said, I, I don't know if I said this yesterday, if I posted it somewhere yesterday. Our network grew in that studio in the last 19 years. <laughs> Yossi Zweig, another person who misses the studio dearly because I forgot just how much time he spent in that studio years ago. And those pictures he posted yesterday were incredible. Our network grew like crazy over the last 10 years. And Miriam Wallach and I had an opportunity and continue to have an opportunity, I'm happy to say. <laughs> and it's amazing how, where she spends the majority of her day, the people that she's surrounded by continue to take, take great pride in the fact that we continue to have this opportunity together, um, which is a bracha in and of itself. And as I said again, I don't remember when I said this last week, if it was on the air or, or in a post, but uh, the fact that she continues to represent me is, as my personal manager is extremely, extremely important to me and my family and to our extended family, those who care about my career, frankly. But we built a lot. We came up with a lot of amazing ideas and we will continue to do so. We came up with a lot of amazing projects. As someone pointed out to me yesterday, and I, of course, uh, conveyed the message to Miriam, the Jewish Unity Initiative, which has no bounds. It's a travel initiative. It's a stay-at-home initiative. It's just an initiative that any type of unifying gesture that we can think of, we implement anything, whether it means going to a foreign country, whether it means traveling to Israel, whether it means being somewhere in the United States at the appropriate time, or whether it just means getting on the air and talking about our Nissan Chesed campaign to do something to help others. Miriam and I spent a lot of time and a lot of brain power and a lot of a lot of very careful thinking to create a lot. And so much of that brainstorming happened in that studio on a typical work day, on a typical broadcast day. So those of you who are concerned about those to whom the studio meant the most, start with me and my family. Start with me and my incredible wife, Stacy, who has been exactly 
the way she's been described over the years on this program. <laughs> That's how she's been over the last days, weeks, months, years. So start with her. Start with my children, for whom the studio was a an amazing, fun place to visit. You know, maybe firefighters have a cooler place to, for their kids to visit. Maybe. But a radio studio is a fun place to visit. So you start with my family. But then you get to the extended family. And that's why when you see people today like Miriam, like Yossi's wife, like Avrami, like Jamie, like Yoni, and so many others, obviously, there's so many people. Naomi Nachman, she loved the studio and she was able to broadcast from there. And so many others. Say, say a compassionate word about the loss because they're feeling it as well. And when it comes to the case of Miriam L. Wallach, with the blood, sweat, and tears that she invested in that studio to help me build this network, be there for her especially. I got to use this opportunity to thank our friends at Steinreich Communications. They have always been great friends. They have always been amazing, enthusiastic supporters of our work. And I don't mean financially, that too, but I don't mean financially right now. They have taken such great pride at working with us and they just get it. They get why this is such an important entity. I'm giving Stan, I'm giving Ariella, I'm giving Josh a very special shout out this morning from Steinreich Communications. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made a commitment. You made a commitment and you continue to build on that commitment. And I can't thank you enough for that. Please help us. Please help us make this fundraiser a success. Help us ease the burden of rebuilding by guaranteeing that we have what we need going forward, like you always have in every campaign. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. And thank you all for being with me. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And as the, as the tune of Hatikva plays in the background, I want to thank Avrami, I want to thank ZK, and of course everybody else. But ZK is working around the clock to get us going, get us on our feet technically. Avrami's working around the clock and doing a live lunch today at 11 a.m. to make sure we continue to broadcast just like we've made this commitment for the last 40 years and stuck to it. We continue to make that commitment to you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Till tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. Please, God, it's not from Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. Amen.